we are live. What's going on, guys? It's Thomas DeLauer. And Adil Harcheri. What's up, guys? It is Wednesday again, and that means it's time for another podcast. A new podcast. Yeah, and this, <laughs> this format to this week is going to be completely different. Yeah, it's time to throw a curveball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, last podcast we did was about stress, and uh, a few of our client, uh, clients, actually, listeners, uh, reached out to us, and they loved that, and they loved the kind of discussion that we had, and, and they want more of that style. So we're going to bring it to you. Exactly. So we're doing it this week. So how are you doing, by the way? I'm doing good, man. It's hot today. <laughs> oh, God. Hot, probably hot there is like, what, 80 degrees? <laughs> Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, got these weird like high clouds that rolled in and stuff though it's not it's not a typical beautiful southern california day it's it's actually kind of it's weird it's like kind of cloudy i don't know it, it's it's just not typical i don't know what's up but you guys have been pushing us some serious nasty clouds over here in california come on <laughs> nevada has been suffering from you know all these thunderstorms and all these craziness are you, are you still getting oh crazy yeah thunder? almost every afternoon uh, beautiful beautiful though like at night uh, there's some photos been circulating on facebook lately and it's incredible shots of uh, lightning um so yeah but again it's summer and we're getting towards the end of it so i'm a little bit concerned this is weird you're like getting totally screwed out of your summer <laughs> exactly i want to keep paddle i want to go to paddleboarding you know um and you, you can't do that when it's uh there's lightning out there shoot man you become the next door <laughs> but i was gonna say something man so uh this week uh marks my 10th year in america Oh, really? Yeah. So I came here in August. You know, I don't even know, 10 years ago. So this is my 10th year. So I made Dude, it. <laughs> is that is that um, like bittersweet for you? Does it in a way kind of make you sad or, or does it make you like, <laughs> well, I'm just curious. You, you know, it's an interesting thing because I try to play the whole foreign card all the time when it comes to either <laughs> language barriers or stuff and be like, oh, yeah, I'm just foreign guys. You know, English is my fifth <laughs> language. So <laughs> I try to use that. But now after 10 years, um, I don't know if I can continue using that card. You know what I mean? Nah. I like it. <laughs> exactly right. Like foreign. So, hey, we, we even leveraged that on the podcast. I, mean, you're I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, guys. I'm foreign. So, hey, to all my foreign friends. And it's which is uh, super awesome, though, because we got listeners from all over the world. Each time I pull up the, the statistics where our listeners and we have people from, you know, literally South Africa and, you know, goes to like uh, uh, Brunei and, you know, Malaysia, um, you know, the whole East. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, Argentina, Brazil. Like, shout out to all these countries who are listening to us. It's uh, amazing. It makes us feel like, great and makes us feel international. And and uh, kudos to the foreign people. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's cool. I mean, I, I, I tend to – sorry, I bumped the microphone. I, I, I tend to believe that sometimes in America we get we get wrapped up in the American, the American way and only the American way. And I'm proud to be an American. I'm happy American. I served in the military and I love this country. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that sometimes I think we all get trapped in a box. So it's really it's really refreshing for me to see that we've got such a diverse audience and it's refreshing uh, for me on a personal level knowing that yeah. you know some of the topics I talk about as well um, are, are appealing to other people. So yeah. in different in different uh, Excuse me, different cultures. So exactly, and then the same thing with me here. So, so I'm not just 100 percent foreign. I'm American as well. So I'm American by choice. So I'm I was naturalized like a while ago. So um, 
so I'm, I'm an American but with the accent so just let's keep it that way <laughs> that sounds Australian when he's nervous or drunk <laughs> exactly <laughs> don't get me nervous and don't get me drunk <laughs> well, All right. well, uh, before we dive right in let me just go ahead and I want to read out this pretty cool review of the week which is funny because it is has to do with what you had mentioned about being foreign too <laughs> so this is from uh, Nick Desi uh, just a few days ago and he says this is the best health and fitness podcast ever is the title five star review it says this is by far the best health and wellness podcast two seasoned professionals who share their experiences which are totally different love the diversity and attitude these guys bring I'm an advanced athlete and I still find tons of info that's super helpful for me a deal keep up the hard work you're doing great for being foreign <laughs> woohoo thanks Nick yeah <laughs> love it love it not, you know? not, not by any other standards only because you're foreign <laughs> oh exactly yeah <laughs> it's the foreign pride you know what I mean with the immigrant pride but uh yeah, so, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, Nick. And, uh, you know, we're trying to encourage our listeners to uh, contribute as well and just tell us what they think. And you could do that by leaving a review or sending us an email on our website, organicfit.tv slash contact. And uh, you can get in touch with us or via Thomas DeLauro's uh, um, Facebook page. So that's there's all these avenues you can express uh, your you know gratitude or you want to thank us you want to ask us you want to whatever you want to do just you can always you do want, that you want to chew us out exactly we're open to that too you guys didn't talk about this benefit of turmeric <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, which is yeah which is totally we should do that but we would miss out too because no. there's like 700 benefits of turmeric and yeah. i don't think we could list all of them Mm-mm, exactly so uh, <laughs> that's awesome cool so today's topic is body and mind yeah, and kind of talking about the placebo effect. Exactly. So, well, it's, I mean, personally, I am a firm believer that the placebo effect is definitely real. And I think it's been proven time and time again. But oh, yeah. The placebo effect, for those of you that uh, have heard that term or you're not entirely sure what the placebo effect is, you, you may have heard uh, sometimes when there's a new pharmaceutical or a new drug, you hear them on the commercials say uh, – conducted in a double-blind placebo test or blah, 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 or such and such compared to placebo, what that means is uh, placebo is basically the mind convincing you of something. So when you have like a trial of a drug, for instance, or you're testing a drug, let's say you're testing aspirin or you're testing something where you just want to see, does this drug actually help someone? um, Does it alleviate pain? Well, you would have one person actually take the pill And then you would have one person take a sugar pill or a placebo and you are measuring the result. But the crazy thing is that much of the time, the person that is doing the uh, taking the placebo that thinks they're taking the aspirin gets the same effect that the person that actually takes the aspirin does just because of the power of the mind. Exactly. And I've seen that happen, happen to me, happen to a lot of people um, before, and, and, and it's totally valid. I mean, <laughs> I've seen that happening with people who are not even allergic. I had a friend who used to work for uh, in a restaurant, right? And he said he will carry two pots of um, caffeine, caffeinated um, you know, coffee. This is actually a really messed up <laughs> uh, thing to do, so don't do that. But he basically is like, so he will go around and like ask you, like, hey, um, caffeine, you know, decaf or, or 
you know, caffeine. And then he's just all regular. So he will pour. Like you ask decaf, he will put this one you cut. And if people who ask him, you know, you know, regular, he will pour regular. And it's the same coffee and people never even react to it. So it's a, so that's another placebo. I, I think that's it really is. And I, it happens to me a lot with even coffee. I don't, I don't respond to coffee a lot. And sometimes when I have it and it's just like convinced myself in my mind that, hey, uh, by having this cup of coffee, I think the energy is going to kick in. Um, I'm going to be focused more. I'm going to do all these cool things. And basically, I'm just convinced in my mind after drinking this liquid, this is what's going to happen or the pain is going to be reduced or whatever it is. So it's your mind is a creation of your reality, really. Isn't that wild? I mean, it's oh, it's insane. I do the I do the same, but kind of the opposite with yeah, like with decaf. So if I if I need to just have a little bit of a pick me up, and I know that I've had too much caffeine, uh, which by the way I wouldn't recommend going more than like 400 milligrams a day of caffeine. For those of you that are wondering, that's like two large cups of coffee. But anyway, if I'm at a point where I've reached critical mass with uh, my caffeine intake, and I'm like I. I don't want to consume any more caffeine. I can actually, just based on the taste of decaf coffee alone, I can still, it still elicits a caffeine-like response with me. And it's it's pretty wild. And even if I'm consciously drinking that coffee and I'm, or that decaf, I'm consciously aware that this is decaf, not coffee. It's like my body recognizes the taste, my mind overpowers any cognitive function and starts to interpret it as caffeine. I mean, it's crazy. So I actually get a buzz from from decaf. I mean, to the point where like I can lay in bed, not able to fall asleep because I had decaf too late and convince myself that I'm on a caffeine buzz. I mean, it's, it's so wild. Yeah, it's t- totally. And then I'm all I would argue the same thing when it comes to, um, you know, the supplement industry, since it's unregulated and it's crazy, it's Wild West, um, you know, whatever people are consuming there, it's like, oh, yeah, you're consuming creatine or you're consuming this or consuming that i would argue that it's actually that's just more of a placebo effect than anything else i think if you take that stuff to the labs you totally test for purity and the you know authenticity of uh of that product i don't think it's going to be very accurate for a lot of brands i don't know i'm just speculating but no no you know you're right and there's a, a website I'm going to be speculating here because I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's a tremendous resource for our listeners. And uh, folks, it's I believe it's Consumer Consumer Reports or Consumer Labs. I think it's Consumer Labs. It's a free email service that actually will send you. They take supplements and they take some foods that don't have uh, FDA regulation and they run their own independent tests on them to see if they actually contain what they say they contain in, uh, on the label. Pretty cool. It's a pretty cool trick. And there's, there's a lot of them. I can't name any names at all right now, but there's quite a few major supplement and vitamin companies out there that do not the, the, the vitamins do not contain what they claim. Yeah. And um, funny thing is, compared to placebo, most of these these drugs evidently are still doing well. You know, the, these vitamins are still performing well. They're still uh, treating blood pressure. They're still treating um, uh, diabetes. They're still helping these causes, even being a placebo. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And it's funny. And, it, and again, it comes down, that kind of proves the whole point that it's your mind that has everything. So if you condition your mind to do something or to achieve extra, uh, achieve extra sub results, that's exactly what's going to happen. Whether you take a pill, whether you take a, you go, you know, you go on some, uh, some journey, some enlightenment journey, whatever you do, it's all, it's all conditioning your mind to do something. And 
it again it's just uh, it's really interesting buddha and in one of the quotes says like our life is the creation of our mind and uh that's that. yeah it's pretty powerful and the you know the, the mind is everything like whatever you whatever you think you become you will become if you want to kill it and make millions of dollars you will do that if you condition your mind and you visualize that and 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 just believe it now you can just you can't just like oh yeah i want to be a millionaire yeah definitely you have to put some work behind that but you have to condition your mind to believe that and then and then have a plan so it's all start with mind if you're trying to accomplish that beautiful body you have to visualize that if you're trying to get that career if you're trying to anything you need you want to do in life it's all it all start with your mind it does. And so on that note, when someone takes a placebo pill, when they're in a double blind study, thing like that, uh, basically it comes down to this. If that patient in this case is taking the sub and views the substance as helpful, it's going to heal. And if it's viewed as harmful to the patient, it's going to cause negative effects. So it's, it's pretty wild with that. And that is exactly why a placebo is not doesn't always elicit a response because you're going to have a 50% of the population that is in much more of a positive mode. And then you're gonna have another 50% that are in much more of a negative. They don't believe it's going to work. They don't know they're getting a placebo pill. They just know that they're being uh, given a pill that's going to treat, say, a migraine or something. Mm -hmm. Well, those that are positive might have that positive mindset. Even if they're given the placebo, they say they convince themselves to feel better. Now, the opposite is true for those that have uh, are in a negative mind frame. So placebo is only as good as your own mindset. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, and, and there is a really interesting quote here. He said, you know, kind of following the same discussion that we're talking about here is that whether you can or you can't, you're right. So if you think taking that pill is going to heal you, it will heal you. If you think that pill is not going to heal you, it will not heal you. If you think uh, jumping on this six-week program that's going to get you to this XYZ result, if you believe that or you think it, it's going to happen. If you don't think it's going to happen, it won't happen. So, I mean, it's really, it's kind of like this whole self-fulfilling prophecy type of thing. You know, uh, it's weird. Your beliefs kind of, you know, controls your actions. Your actions control others' beliefs and your beliefs, you know, other actions others actions will control your you know their beliefs and then it then it translates to you so there's that circle that always kind of circling it so it comes down to am i gonna 100 percent believe in this is this what i wanted to do so uh, it's funny we see that all the time in in um, fitness transformations you know there's people that like right away before they even start they shut down themselves i don't think i can do this well, you can. I don't think I can ever have a six-pack. Well, yeah, there you go. You just put a mental block. You just uh, introduce a limiting belief into your world. That's definitely, it's not going to help you get in there. Like, oh, I tried a thousand other things before. Eh, this is what, not going to work. So it's really interesting how it works, isn't it? Yeah, it's just so wild. I, I'm trying to remember where I read this study before, but there was actually a diabetic patient a few years ago that was able to willingly... Um, willingly increases blood sugar without even consuming any carbohydrates. And I remember reading it and being like, how is that even possible? And then I did a little bit more research on it and it sort of tied in with the, um, 
You ever heard that if you take, like, if you eat some artificial sweeteners, that it can still have a similar effect to sugar in the body? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. Ladies and gentlemen that are listening, sometimes when you, uh, yeah, when you consume an artificial sweetener, it tricks your mind into saying, hey, uh, this is sweet. So we need to elicit an insulin response and have uh, have the blood sugar consequently go up and have insulin released. That just shows you how intimately involved your body and your brain are. I mean, you can literally consume something that is really sweet, even though it contains zero calories and zero carbohydrates. And it's going to convince just because of the sweet taste, it's going to convince your mind that you ate carbohydrates and it is your mind that essentially tells your pancreas to secrete insulin not the pancreas as its own little brain its own uh, its own little deal there i mean we're actually talking about the brain telling the pancreas so it's just it's i don't know it mind boggles me and i can go off and start getting all philosophical and everybody but nobody that would make nobody happy and <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it's so funny too when you when you mentioned that uh, uh again you just kind of talking about the whole whatever you condition your mind to. So I don't know if you're familiar with like uh, what Tony Robbins does with his, uh, you know, with his uh, clients when they go to this 10,000, you know, dollar events and things like that, where there's ten, about 10,000 people uh, walking on fire. Yeah. And have, yeah. It's it's wild. And basically it comes down with mind. They condition their mind. And then there's, I don't even know what kind of placebo effect they did. Like, hey, take this pill and it's going to, you're going to feel like you're in Antarctica or some crap like that. It's, it's just nuts. I don't understand how they do it, but I've never done it. Not, not interested to do it. <laughs> I'll just put that out there. But it's crazy how people condition their mind to be able to walk on either walk out with, I don't know, first degree burn or walk just fine and then their life changes from there so whether you can do it that way or that way whether you believe you can your life is going to change after walking that path is going to get you to that to that i don't even know like this great things is going to happen to you in the future because you definitely can do your mind or you could be very skeptical like oh, i don't know about this thing and you kind of walk out with first or second degree burn so <laughs> seeing that happen both ways i know people personally who actually walked on fire some of them walked out with pretty pretty bad and others just their life changed 180 degrees and again become because of the mind it's just and if you condition the mind you can condition the body and well let's talk a little bit about something that people a lot of times recognize but don't always fully comprehend or talk about and i want to talk about uh you know getting a, a diagnosis and how that diagnosis of a of a medical condition or a disease or a terminal illness, just the simple diagnosis can turn everything around and change the course of your life by how it conditions your mind. And I'll give an example. Um, you know, my uh, well, I'm going to say my father was diagnosed with with cancer, and when he was diagnosed, he he was ill. He wasn't feeling great. But after he was diagnosed, literally the second after he left that doctor's office and was diagnosed with stage four cancer, suddenly his symptoms were exacerbated and he was 10 times worse than he was the day before. Totally. And this happens so much. It's like, how come, how come uh, someone can be walking through life, feeling great, doing uh, everything right, eating the right foods, feeling terrific, smile on their face, going to work, being productive, they go to the doctor for a regular checkup and they find out that they've got a tumor or some kind of terminal illness. And the next week, they're bedridden, they're sick, 
they're actually showing symptoms of their illness. But a week ago, when they were blissfully unaware of what was going on, they had no symptoms whatsoever. I've seen that, man. It's 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 really really interesting. I've seen that happen in both and in in our both examples. I think my dad was telling me about. But my dad is in the medical field as well, and um, he was telling me about a condition that he'd seen a long time ago of a patient that he had unprotected sex, and someone of his friends said, "Hey, you need to go. You you better go get checked out because you might have AIDS, right?" Um, so he 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 just got crazy. He stopped going and reading about AIDS. What it's the you know what does it do and all these symptoms and all. All this craziness although it happens years down the road the person you know show symptoms like that in a few months like all these craziness like you've seen that on uh, on you know I, if you look it up you'll it's, it's pretty disgusting it's pretty crazy I mean I felt so bad for people like your immune system just such down just because he conditioned his mind that he had he's carrying that HIV virus and now he is gonna start you know, he visualized that he's seen photos. Therefore, it's like, okay, cool. Now this is going to start happening. Um, so that's really, really interesting how that's even working. Another, another one. I don't know if um, I think we on the road. We were listening to um, an interview of uh, Hall Elward. He's the he's actually mm-hmm. the the writer of um, the. Miracle Morning. Yep. The yep. guy, the guy was pronounced pronounced dead after a drunk driver hit him going seventy miles per hour. You know, the, the parents told him he's never gonna. You know, he's in a coma, pronounced dead for six minutes, um, and he's he has this permanent brain damage. After he, you know, fighting for his life and everything like that, he actually came up the he overcome all the obstacles and stuff like that and realized his dreams. Not only he stopped walking again, he actually become like an ultra marathon runner. He's just an a, a badass, you know, business person and international keynote speaker and all that. Um, so that tells you his, um, you know, his ability to condition his mind that he, um, you know, uh, it, whether it's he's going to be the rest of your life on a wheelchair and then deal with it, or you're going to condition your mind to build those neurons again between in, in your spine or whatever, the connections between your brain and your body to be able to walk again. And that's exactly what he did. And he's right now, he's ultra marathon runner. I mean, it's amazing. And he's crushing it with his best selling book. I mean, oh, oh not yeah. Only, yeah. I mean, he's just kicking butt. Yeah. Adil, are you, are you at the racetrack? I keep hearing, uh, like a crazy motorcycle driving by or something. Uh, <laughs> no, probably some crazy, rider over here like just you know loving the throttle and just going nuts but i no. thought i thought maybe you took your bike out and you were just uh, at the racetrack and oh man you're just, just like, hi- hiding to record a podcast <laughs> that'd be fun actually it's been a while since i've been at the racetrack but yeah but um well so i mean continuing on like with the, the diagnosis side of things like you were talking about i mean i think it's i think it is worthy to talk a little bit about uh, the opposite side, because you, you find people when they get a diagnosis, they kick cancer's butt and, or they kick another illness's butt. And it's because they're wired differently and they come out of that doctor appointment. They come out of that diagnosis with a fire to fight and a fire to live and a fire to uh, really get rid of whatever illness they've got. And those are the people, I mean, by and large. Statistics and surveys have shown that like people that have maintained that positive mindset and have a supportive family and a supportive environment that keeps them positive do so much better when it comes to recovery. It's not even funny, the comparison. And I think so many of us, we, we, we let our diagnosis and we let our, we let our illnesses define us and we start to develop symptoms that we never would have had before because we're, we're 
allowing ourselves to de- be defined by something that we, if someone hadn't told us it wasn't there, we wouldn't even know it was there to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. I mean, it's a, uh, it's really interesting what the positiveness uh, that would do. That's why they say when, you know, that's why when people like say, you take flowers to them, you're trying to, you know, chocolate, we do take chocolate too. So I don't know. <laughs> we take all these <laughs> sweet stuff to, 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 to visit people when they're sick or something like that. And then you try to not talk about sickness and try to talk about positive things because that's because you, we know, we all know that this is all mental game. Um, if you believe that you're, gonna you know recover you will recover if you believe oh my god this is sucks that i'm gonna um i'm gonna die i've seen i've heard actually this is really interesting this has happened to one of the people i've known too they told him that he's gonna die in six months um the guy was like okay cool <laughs> i'm gonna die in six months so i have six months to do cool stuff and just uh be the be the one of the best people you ever meet before i die yeah. Literally, he is still alive right now. Uh, wow. That's yeah. Awesome. And I've seen the other side, too, where other people told they were going to, you know, their condition is really bad and they're going to die. And and unfortunately, they get, they were given six months. They couldn't they didn't make it for two months. Yeah. So it, it tells you the power of positiveness and your mind and how you can condi- if you condition your mind to to overcome all these things. It's just just massive. You're just crazy. It's amazing, yeah. amazing man. It's amazing. And if I can, you know, jump back to my, my dad again. I mean, I, I, I feel like I should back up for a second when I said that, um, he, he took a turn for the worse after his diagnosis. That being said, what I said about a supportive family is, is very critical here because between my sister, my, my wife and myself, we really gave him a positive environment and gave him the hope. And my dad, who was given three months to live, is still alive and kicking here four and a half years later. Um, still, still fighting the good fight. He's definitely uh, a little weak, but his spirits are always so high. And every time I see him, I just reaffirm that with him. That you know, it's his positive attitude that is kicking cancer's ass right now. That and some amazing, amazing, amazing doctors at UC Davis Medical Center, where we he's uh, in a clinical trial. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I didn't want people to think that uh, my dad just got diagnosed and turned into a sad sap and let himself wither away. No, he he pulled his act together, um, and you know, within a couple of weeks after his diagnosis, he was he was rocking and rolling. Uh, everything was moving. He went was back to work. It's just I mean, I'm so so proud of that. I'm so proud of uh, how, how much he fought with that. That's that's uh, that's awesome. I didn't know actually it was more than forty years. I thought it was just a very recent thing. No, no man. He's oh, been, wow. Yeah, he was he was given literally three months to live, and uh, it was bad. I mean, it's spread from his. Uh, lungs to his brain to his spine to his hip um, bone marrow i mean it's bad but he is just man just fighting this thing and just stays positive so much he is just my uh i absolutely idolized that part of my dad and just how positive he can stay because if i can adopt that into my life then i think i'd be unstoppable but it's it's easier said than done it's not easy to do but once you train yourself to remain positive, it just becomes a way of life. Yeah, it, it really is. And then all of us who are, you know, they call me Mr. Happy, right? <laughs> so I'm always, this is something that's, I wasn't born like this. I conditioned my mind to, to have it. I have a choice. We all have choice. Either you spend your life happy and not sweat little things or spend your life miserable and, you know, be just 
you know worked you know be worked up over everything a little thing and just have all these awesome hormones <laughs> released from your body all that cortisol that we all love um so <laughs> exactly so it, it really it's your choice and and then we all had to go through ups and downs to be able to condition our minds and, and our our minds which condition our bodies to feel that way um and that's exactly the the message here is learn how to condition your mind to live a healthy positive lifestyle which gonna prolongs everything in your in your life i mean it's kind of it's a, just a uh no, it doesn't have a placebo effect. It's actually a real effect. They're just mm-hmm. going to affect every single thing in your life. And that's uh, something that I'm so, so happy that I, I discovered in such an early uh, age um, that's actually serving me right now because we all have our ups and downs. We all have our struggles. But at the end of the day, you just look at it and smile and be like, all right, you know what? It's it's all it's going to get better and it yeah. will get better. And if you believe it's get, it's get better, it's going to get better. You create your own reality. Um, totally. And that's the, the key there. Yeah. And for everyone, last week we did a podcast that addressed a lot of um, how to combat stress and tied into that was a lot of, you know, how can you ultimately live a better life? So if you're listening to this podcast and you didn't listen to last week's podcast, you might get a kick out of it because it really does give you a few tips and tricks to really um, chill that stress out, embrace life. And I kind of want to wrap this up with something um, that I do every day. And it doesn't have necessarily a whole lot to do with the placebo effect, but it kind of does. When you roll out of bed, before you do anything, before you look at your phone, before you, um, you know, brush your teeth, before anything, before you go have that cup of coffee, go look in the mirror. And I don't care how ugly you are after a night of sleep. And if you think you're, you know, looking hideous, you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror. I don't care. You look in the mirror and you tell yourself three good things about yourself and three good things that like what you like about yourself and start conditioning your mind to have that confidence. But also when you look in the mirror, do say three separate things that you're grateful for. That's, that's great, man. I love that. So, I mean, there's six things you have to say. You have to find three positive things about yourself and three things that you're grateful for. And I am telling you from firsthand experience, it turned my life around. It's that's crazy. So this is awesome, awesome because I do similar thing, but I do I do multiple things. So I in the, in the morning, actually at night, I'll count my blessings. I'll just write what I'm thankful for. It doesn't matter if it's going to be uh, repetitive, you know, today and tomorrow, next day. I'll just say I'm thankful for health. I'm thankful for for you know uh, happiness. I'm thankful for positivity. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my you know everything that you're thankful for, right? And just count those blessings. And in the morning when you wake up, um, you know. You look at the mirror and just say, hey, I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Today is going to be a great day. I'm going to murder it. Not murder anything, but murder it. Like, <laughs> I'm going to kill it. <laughs> Some people are going to give a bad impression. Here. Like, no, you just say that you're, you're just going to kill it. Today is going to be a great day. Even if it's a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday, it does not matter. Today, my day is going to be an amazing day. If I'm driving, someone cut me off. You don't know what that person is going through. Give the people benefit of the doubt. Don't start your your day by like flipping people off and getting and just like getting all so overly competitive. Start your day with a very positive thing and let that flow, and that helps a lot. So, and another thing too is journaling, and uh, there is a really interesting thing when you do journaling. You write your, you just sit there and write your stuff, right? Journal, 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 and you can have all these. Let's say there's things in the past that you can't let go and anything like that. You can write that down and then just burn that thing or throw it away or just like it is so there is that physical thing that you do that's actually kind of removes it out of your out of your 
system or out of your body or out of your mind by doing that. So that's one thing that I um, I've been doing for a while, and it's uh, it's incredible. And it's, you know, it's weird. Like sometimes I just get on one of the uh, my house. I, my house is full with quotes, and I just like go to one. It's like you're kind, you're awesome, you're nice, you're amazing, you're an incredible person, you're helpful, you're just you know all these great qualities, and that just you know starting your day with amazing positive things and that's a that's 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 great so i'll leave you with this quote which i love which is what you think is what you become what you feel you attract what you imagine you create so it's pretty powerful that is awesome that is a great one to end on Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening to us. This was a very different uh, style of podcast. And so we just want to, you know, kind of uh, um, step away from like very structured stuff. So we're here. We just sit there, have a conversation and talk about something that's over, you know, one of the most important things we could do in our lives here is condition our mind and um, to live a healthy lifestyle or positive life, which is going to have influence on everything else we do. And uh, if you enjoy it, five star review um, and then just write us a sweet review. We'll feature it on our podcast here and uh, make sure to uh, share it, please. Thank you, guys. And yeah, again, you know, just please give us feedback on topics that you want to hear about because we definitely love delivering what our audience wants to hear. So don't be shy. Go ahead and leave a review and let us know, hey, I want to hear about this. I want to hear about that. Just let us know because otherwise we're going to just uh, pick off topics that we have found in our experience uh, need a lot of attention or, or deserve a lot of attention. So totally open to your ideas. So definitely want to encourage you guys to, to do that. Awesome. All right. Well, talk to you guys next week. Okay. I'm going to go eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go work out. <laughs> I right. already worked out. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. All right. See you guys.